We have reached the halfway point of high school hysteria on ESPN West Palm. Clear your desks, take out your number two pencils and a sheet of paper. It is time for the midterm exam. The midterm exam, of course, is brought to you by HSS. We appreciate HSS in this area because goats love Florida and Florida loves goats. And we have another. For the past 11 years in a row, HSS has been ranked number one in the nation for orthopedics. They also have the lowest complication rates of readmission rates in the country. That's not just why HSS is the top choice of all players from every league, MLB, NHL, NBA, and NFL. It's because they treat the best in the world so that they are so good for the rest of the world. Learn more about in-person and virtual orthopedic care with enhanced safety protocols at hss.edu slash Florida. That's hss.edu slash Florida. They're located at 300 Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach. Book an appointment online, hss.edu slash Florida, or call 561-657-4600. Check out HSS Florida today and receive an unmatched level of expertise from diagnosis through treatment to recovery. Again, that's hss.edu slash Florida. Joe Rigotti, Chris Coquel here on the midterm exam. I'm the Chris Coquel part. He's the Joe Rigotti part. Joe asked me the tough questions. I answer him. He tries to answer. I yell at him. We do it every week. He keeps coming back for more. Joe, what do you got? <laughs> okay. A high school football coach in Canton, Ohio, is under fire for forcing a religious student athlete to eat pork in front of the entire football team. Eating pork is against the player's religion, but if he didn't do it, then the entire team would be forced to run extra drills and the student would be sat for the upcoming game. How should the family and the school handle this? I saw a little bit of this on Twitter. Our teammate in Cleveland, Emmett Golden, was tweeting about it. If this actually happened, because there's now some varying stories going on, the coach should be fired on the spot. To have some, force someone to eat anything, whether it's against their religion or not, is out of control, especially for a high school kid, or really any kid at all. Then to pressure him by saying, I'm going to force your teammates to run and set him up to be in a bullying position which probably would then be bullying about his religion. It's causing a whole bunch of extra problems. The coach was making him eat, I guess it was pepperoni pizza, right? Yep, the pepperoni on the pizza. And eventually the story goes now is that the kid took off the pepperoni. But I know in a lot of those religious circumstances, that still doesn't count because the pork itself touched the food. The coach should be fired. And the, the family, if I'm them, I'm cashing out for free tuition. Forget my football career. That school district's paying for it. Absolutely. And I just don't understand, like, why would a co- why would a coach go out of their way to do this? Like, number one, nobody's getting anything out of this. The student is doing something against his religious beliefs. And then when he turns around and says, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not allowed to do this. Then the other athletes are going to be mad at him for not doing it. And then it's just nothing good can come out of this. So the coach should be fired. And like you said, the family should go to the school, try to get some money out of it, try to get some free tuition. But the point is, just don't do not do this to a student. Don't do anything. Don't make it mean anything. I hate mustard. I don't want mustard near me. I would have refused to eat mustard as a high school kid. And there is no religious beliefs other than mustard is the devil. That's probably the only religious <laughs> angle of it. By the way, Joe, are you impressed that during the break I was able to drive from the studio to the ballpark of Palm Beaches for this USA national game versus Canada? I'm very impressed. I think you should uh, be a NASCAR driver. I mean, I got here fast, didn't I? Yeah, Number two. 
Former Cardinal Newman standout and current Atlanta Hawk John Collins is moving on to the second rounds of the NBA playoffs against the Philadelphia 76ers. Do you think Collins and the Hawks have any chance of advancing further in the playoffs? John Collins is a big duty head. That's right, I said it. He is. As a Knicks fan, him and the Hawks just embarrassed the Knicks. Although I will say, with all the trash talking that he did, Trey Young did, if they were doing it to any other team, I would be super excited and I'd probably have both of their jerseys. I think they can beat the Sixers, especially with Embiid hurt. Unless Embiid can get back to close to 100%, they have a shot to advance another round, sure. Yeah, I, I have uh, Sixers in seven. I just think the Sixers have too much depth, but then again, I also thought the Knicks would win more than one game against the Hawks, and that didn't come to fruition. So, Well, I learned in that last series, the Hawks don't miss shots, so that's an advantage for them. If you don't miss any shots, you're going to win some games. Yeah, and John Collins, he makes a good amount of shots. He's definitely a key player on that team. Again, Cardinal Newman lump, John Collins going deep in the playoffs. All things happen through high school hysteria here on ESPN West Palm. Follow at ESPN Top 63 for all the latest in the high school sports world. Midterm exam brought to you by HSS. Chris Coquel, Joe Rigotti. Joe, number three. Number three. Throughout the country, esports have been becoming more and more popular around high school age students. Should esports become a nationwide high school sport? I go back and forth on this, and I'm doing the broadcast tonight of the U- Team USA versus Team Canada Olympic qualifier game with Ken Lavica, who you can hear Ken Lavica live, noon to one, or you can download the Ken Lavica live podcast wherever your podcasts are found. Ken seems like the esports type of guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if they sh- that should be a sport, though. To me, that's like a club after school. And if you want to have clubs, you can have clubs for anything. I'm happy. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't consider it a high school sport. Oh, I definitely think it's more of a club type of thing. But it does make sense because there's so many games out there that people compete can, can go on and compete against each other, like Madden, 2K. And it's, could, it's definitely competitive. It's competitive when you go online and play it through your Xbox against a stranger. So putting this into a high school sport or club, whatever, whatever you prefer, whatever the school prefers, it's very smart. And I know a bunch of kids would be into joining that. that that's the only thing. I want it to be available for the kids. Let's not get that wrong. I've, high school, being a high school teacher for over a dozen years, it's told me one thing. Kids just need acceptance. That's all it is. Most problems we have in society is people just need acceptance. We are a we try to act like individual animals when I truly think humans are pack animals and really need to be around other humans and kind of be in a pack, which gets some people in trouble. But if we can have more outlets for kids, especially during those awkward, smelly teenage years, I'm all for the clubs. I just don't think it's a sport. And that may just be the meatball football coach in me. Yeah, but think about it. A lot of the kids come home, get home from school and immediately turn their Xbox or PlayStation on. So if they could stay in school and do that with their friends and compete against other schools, I am all for that. Instead That's of fine, Joe. It's just called a club, though. Don't call it a sport. Well, call it, it e- e-clubs. It depends on the school. You know? E-clubs. I agree. That's it. That's my final ruling. I, I have put down the verdict. It's e-clubs, not e-sports. Gotcha. Whatever. You do you. I also can't hear you because of the loudspeaker guy at the stadium, so I'm just talking over you. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Number four. (laughs) Should local high school athletes this summer be playing seven-on-seven with their high school team, or should they be joining a travel team? See, this is the time of year where we get into this question almost every year. What happens is seven-on-seven is basically passing football, if you're not sure what seven-on-seven is. And there are now leagues and travel teams, almost like AAU basketball, so these players end up not even playing with their normal teammates. They play with just travel and all-star teams. And they get to tour the country, and they get to play against top competition. 
but they're usually not playing with their own quarterback. They're usually not playing with their other receivers. They're usually not playing under the guidance of their high school coach. And that's where the problems come because they're not learning to play with their quarterback. Their quarterback's not learning where the receivers are. It makes it very, very difficult to build that relationship. Also, from the coaching end of it, there's a lot of travel seven-on-seven teams that let their players act like clowns, run on the field after every touchdown, throw the balls at kids, do flips, taunt left and right. I don't think there's any place for that in high school sports, so I'm going to go on because of that. Kids should be playing with their high school teams. I understand that, but I'm on the other side. I think a travel team is very beneficial to athletes because they get to travel the country, travel the state, whatever, play against other competition instead of playing against each other night in and night out. And this gives the student a chance to kind of explore, kind of get out of their hometown, and they get to prepare for the upcoming season by uh, by playing against other students that are also football players and have different talent levels. Hey, Bucky Dent's here on High School Hysteria oh, throwing yeah. out the first pitch. Um, no, you're right, though. There is that opportunity to play against top level. Also, to get exposure because you're playing against top level, maybe the right coach will see you. Absolutely. That, that was the midterm exam. Joe, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to try to wrangle Levicka into the mix so we can talk about this upcoming broadcast. I don't know if I'm going to get him, but I'm going to try. Andre the Hawk Dawson here as well. Big oh, time guests on High School Hysteria. Well, at least I can see them from my seat doing High School Hysteria. But stay here. Locked in. Maybe they'll join us next segment. Who knows? Right here on ESPN West Palm.